hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone is having an absolutely fantastic day today, as always. And be sure to check out the website, the product of the week, the zinc glycinate, won by a landslide, actually, not surprisingly. Incredibly good product, very good stacking with the D3 and the vitamin C formula. And we also have another kit that we're putting together here as more and more research is coming out now about natokinase. And we have already had a plethora of information about N-acetylcysteine, which we have talked about for years. Really good for the body and the lungs and maintaining overall health. We're also putting it together with the super potent e-formula. So we're going to be putting a kit together on the front page. Tomorrow we're going to be releasing it with the natokinase, the NAC, and the super potent E. This is going to be essentially what we're calling the spike protein survival kit. And Dad's going to explain a little bit more here in a second. I'm going to roll it out here. So tomorrow will be up on the website. We'll put it on a discount. And what this is doing is this is taking three very specific products that have known benefits in reducing blood clots that help out with overall cardiovascular health and help out with overall immune system and fighting off spike proteins and reducing the oxidative damage that's occurring as we're seeing all combined together in a very, very effective and very cost of, uh, affordable kit that we're going to be putting together as a spike protein survival kit. So be sure to check that out on the website. If you or your loved ones have basically had to get this thing and you're starting to have side effects from it or you're trying to prevent side effects, it's going to be something that I think is going to be very effective. I know a lot of people that have already been taking this stat, and that's kind of why we wanted to put it together or try it out first before we put it together, so to speak. So a lot of times when I'll put stuff together, I'll try it myself. And then I'll let other people try and I'll recommend it to other people that I know personally and just get feedback on it. How's this working? And I've done that with a lot of the products that we carry as well before they're ever released. Before you ever even see them on the website, Dad and I always try everything first. We're going to carry it. We're going to try it. Shoot, it does. See how you feel. See if there's any effects, positive, negative. And then I'll start having friends and family try stuff. And, uh, See how it works. And this is, again, obviously after it's already been you know, assayed and tested by our FDA-approved laboratory. And so we know everything's pure. We know it's clean. We know it's the best we can possibly put together. And that's why we try it out because, again, this is what we do. And we want to continue to keep people as strong and as healthy as physically possible because there is no question about it. There's a war on not just for our minds but our bodies as well. Everybody's seen that very, very clearly over the last couple of years. And what's ironic to me about it now, while you know we're continually getting the truth out there about how dangerous this, the effects are from these spike proteins, we're continually getting the information about the dangers with glyphosate and all these preservatives with aspartame, sucralose. We've been doing it for years. The mainstream media wants to continue to tell everybody it's fake news. This is totally safe. Get this injection. It was only tested for a few months. Totally safe here. And the irony just abounds no further. And on top of that as well now, it's interesting. We see all these constant discussions in the mainstream media about what's going on with the banks, what's going on now with this thing in Russia. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. I'm going to hand this to Dad here in a second. One thing I saw earlier that nobody's been wanting to talk about is now the state of Ohio has formally filed a lawsuit against the Norfolk Southern to make it pay for the cleanup and environmental damage by the fiery train derailment that was essentially we're starting to find out was complete negligence on Norfolk Southern's part. The lawsuit will force the company to pay for groundwater and soil monitoring in the years to come and the economic losses in the village of East Palestine and surrounding areas. Ironically enough now, the Norfolk Southern CEO, Alan Shaw, apologized before Congress last week. If you saw that, there was almost no coverage on it whatsoever. For the impact that the derailment had, 
but didn't make any specific commitments to pay for long-term health and economic harm. The railroad promised a measly $20 million to help the Ohio community recover while announcing volunteer safety upgrades. You got to understand this with a company as big as Norfolk and the amount of impact that this had in this community. $20 million is a literal joke. You have thousands of homes and residences that have been directly harmed, not to mention the surrounding areas that go out further than that. What about loss of value? Do you think real estate in East Palestine now is going to be worth anything? You probably aren't going to be sell houses in there for forty or fifty thousand dollars. They were probably worth two or three hundred thousand dollars not that long ago. They're worth nothing. Nobody's going to want to live there and buy stuff. Sadly enough, these people's lives have been changed forever and not in a good way. And it's horrific and sad. And yet the CEO goes, we're, we're committed to spending $20 million to help out the community. Okay, yeah, why, why don't you add another, at least another zero to that, and then you can actually try to act like you're doing something beneficial for this community. But I thought the arrogance knew no bounds with this guy. Again, this is BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, and J.P. Morgan as its finest example of who owns this. They don't want to pay out a penny more than they have to, hence why the lawsuit's been filed from Ohio because it was a complete and total joke. So again, I put the environmental protection kit as well on the website. You guys have seen that. I put that out there with the N-acetylcysteine, another incredibly good formula with the liver support. That's not on the front page, but it's also on the website to help reduce you know, the toxic exposure that may be occurring to the body and the cells. So check that out at healthmasters.com. What do you think, Dad, about this kit we're putting together as far as and encourage people to really look into this if it's something they feel like they need? Well, you know, it's a spike protein survival kit. I, mean, I don't know what else to name it. <laughs> I don't know what else to name it. I mean, you know, we're all going to get exposed to this stuff in the food. We're going to get exposed to it in shedding because people are still taking the vaccines. I mean, the, the reality is, is that if people have pretty much stopped at this point, the ones who have any brains at all continuing to get booster shots, but a lot of people have already had all the shots. And so it's frustrating to me to see this happen on a regular basis. These shots are basically, you know, being implemented all over the world, basically as a type of genocide. And, and, and it's sad. So we put together the N-acetylcysteine in this kit. We put the natokinase in there. We put the vitamin E in there because they all have specific attributes as for what they do as far as keeping clots from forming, from mitigating the damage associated with spike proteins, and keeping the blood thin. Uh, you know, the perfect example was just, just done. It's just a, it's an excellent article, and it was done by the government. It's PubMed.gov, and it says N-acetylcysteine to combat COVID-19 and evidence review – and it says that as a result, exploring new applications of existing medications could potentially provide valuable treatment for COVID has been used in clinical practice to treat ill septic patients. More recently, COVID-19 patients, NAC has antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, and immune-modulating characteristics that may prove beneficial in the treatment and the prevention of SARS-CoV-2, in addition to what it does as far as helping to heal the tissue inside of the body. So, you know, we really thought about this. I mean, we've thought about this for a little while now. I was trying to figure out exactly what to do and how to do it. And then we finally understood that, you know, the most important thing here is you have to mitigate damage and you have to find a way not to allow the spike proteins to create clots. I told you that my friend, basically the car dealership, ended up having clots. And, and Dr. McCullough even says that the best thing you can do for your health is to avoid the vaccines. Although he said just as many, many recipients will have come out of this whole ordeal just fine as long as they avoid taking any more of these shots. Then he goes on to say, for those experiencing adverse symptoms, he says that although no treatment has been, quote, proven clear to the spike proteins, the graphene oxide, the hydrogel, the self-assembly nanoparticles, and whatever other poisons they are contained and are triggered under the jab, 
He says the most promising substance against the spike protein is an enzyme called natokinase. It's an anticoagulant enzyme that severs protein bonds, cutting through the fiber mesh of blood clots by inactivating plasminogen activator inhibitor 1, PAI1. In preclinical trial, natokinase was found to dissolve the spike protein. I'm telling you what he said. So this is something that's very, very important to understand that you've got to get yourself into a situation, especially if you're in an office setting or you were forced to take the shot. You've got to do everything you possibly can to mitigate the damage. And that's why we put this, you know, spike protein survival kit. <laughs> we didn't know what else to name it, you know, on the website. And I'm not making any claims. I'm not making any claims at all about any of this stuff. That I'm, just, You know, McCullough just made some claims. I'm not making any claims. I'm just saying that I take all these products all the time, every single day. And I realize that I'm going to do everything I possibly can to mitigate the damage of shedding say well you didn't take a shot no i didn't take the shot but i'm around people you know when you're around people too that are in walmart or in you know in other grocery stores or anywhere else you may be traveling that may be touching things and maybe just shedding spike proteins or just had another vaccine and just do the best you can to mitigate the damage from all of this stuff and that's how i see it because you know this thing was a it was a it was a it was a genocide on the entire population it's a very good article and it says the covid killer vaccine people are dying all over the world and it's a criminal undertaking this is by Professor Michael Chofsky. He says, what are, we are being accused of spreading disinformation regarding COVID-19 vaccine. Reuters and AP Mac, trackers, fact checkers, out to smear the testimonials. And once the lie becomes the truth, there is no moving backwards. Insanity prevails and the world is turned upside down. I'm going to repeat that. Once the lie becomes the truth, remember the Bible says that life has come into the, light has come into the world, but the world has preferred the darkness. So once the light becomes the truth, there is no moving backwards. Insanity prevails, and the world is turned upside down, which is exactly what the Bible says is going to happen in the latter days. He goes on to say, let us be under no illusions. The COVID jab is not only experimental. It's a big pharma killer vaccine, which modifies the human genome. The evidence and mortality and morbidity resulting from vaccine inoculation both present official data and future undetected microscopic blood clots is overwhelming. The official data, mortality, and morbidity, as well as numerous scientific studies, confirm the nature of the COVID MNR vaccine, which is being imposed on all humanity. Now, I'm posting this whole article as you can read it. Peer-reviewed reports confirm the causes of vaccine-related deaths and adverse events, injuries, including, among others, blood clots that I just talked about, a thrombosis, myocarditis, and cardiac events. The stated objective is to enforce the worldwide vaccination of 8 billion people in more than 190 countries to be followed by the imposition of a digitalized vaccine passport. Needless to say, this is a multi-billion dollar operation for Big Pharma. It is a crime against humanity. The global vaccine project entitled COVAX is coordinated by worldwide by the WHO, Gavi, CEPI, Bill and Melinda Gates, and the liaison with the World Economic Forum, the Wellcome Trust, DARPA, Big Pharma, which is increasingly dominated by Pfizer, partnership established barely four months before the onset of COVID-19 in January of 2020. Then he goes on to say, this is not manslaughter, it's murder. Yes, it's a killer vaccine. That message should be loud and clear. This is happening all over the world. Children and adolescents are dying. Crimes against humanity, crimes against other children, and against our children. Less than two months following the launching of the Pfizer MNR vaccine, a mass funeral protest was held for children who had died after receiving the vaccine in Geneva, Switzerland on January the 29th, 2021. Myocarditis, cardiac arrest, young people are dying, sudden death on a massive scale. The Vaccine, vaccine Safety Research Foundation has recently released until proven otherwise a short video documentary about the cooperating findings of, this, of these cardiologists. So guys, you can watch all this. I'm going to post it all online and put this article. I'm going to put it in as a must read. So, you know, 
this is something that you know we've really thought about as far as what to put together, like I mentioned earlier, in this kit. That's why we haven't rushed into this because I wanted to find out exactly what we could do in order to try to mitigate the damage. And I've had so many guys ask me over the last six or eight months, and we've given you really good advice. Now, another good product you throw in there is the HGH Stimulate because of the nitric oxide because the dilation opens up blood vessels. And I love that product. I take four scoops of that every single day personally. But that's an expensive product, and so I didn't want to stick that in the kit to make the kit not basically cost-effective for other people. But if you want to add that to it, you can go ahead and add that to it. It's called this HGH Stimulate because it's a nitric oxide product. Because remember, the study that I read you last year, so the two main things that were really working well against this, in mitigating the damage was nitric oxide and, you know, and anacetylcysteine. And now we know that nanokinase works absolutely great as far as dissolving clots, according to Dr. McCullough. So, guys, really, really, really important. We're not making any claims here whatsoever. Not making any claims, got to get that. But this this spike protein, you know, survival kit is very very important that you realize that something has to be done, you know, on a regular basis to help you to stay healthy. Again, it's the spike protein survival kit. It'll be on the website today. It won't be probably active as, as far as ready to order because we're still getting the products in, getting them ready to go. But it'll be ready to go as hopefully you can get it. You, you can actually put it in your card, and we'll fulfill the order for you as quickly as possible. But I love you guys. I had the opportunity to pray for you this morning and. You guys are amazing, and I'm so blessed to be part of what you know you do with your lives. And I'm so blessed to get all these emails from you guys all the time at askdrtedb at yahoo.com. And I thank you for all the encouragement that you give me, and all the things that you do for us, and all the things that you continue to support us with as far as the show. And, and you get your supplements from us, and and we're here to help. We actually answer our health. We actually still answer our telephones at at, um, at Health Masters. <laughs> you know, you don't get some rep. Yesterday I had a problem with my American Express and oh I got sent I don't know where it was. I said, I can't understand you. I can't understand you. Can you give me an English rep? Oh, I don't know what you say. I, I don't know what you say. You say English rep? I don't know what you do. And I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Can't you speak English if you're getting calls from the United States? And we don't do that at Health Masters. You know, give Steve a call if you got any questions and any, any needs. And Boston Wax Factor also putting together a really good, like I mentioned yesterday, a prostate support kit that's going to be really, really good. It's the same stuff that I take on an ongoing basis. You can call Steve and ask about that too. But yeah, it's time, guys. It's time to get tight with this stuff, especially with the banking sectors now doing all kinds of weird things. And remember, your FDIC insurance for your bank, and you can talk to everybody that you want to talk to about this, if you have two people on the account, it goes from a quarter of a million to half a million dollars in insured savings. So make sure that you got your wife and you on the same account or your friend or your family or whatever. Make sure whoever it is, is the person you trust, and that will give you double the protection on the FDIC insurance program that they have. In addition to that, if you're above that as far as your income, which I know a lot of you are, which I'm glad you're so blessed, uh, then at that point, I recommend that you go ahead and spread it out around several different banks to make sure that you stay covered. Just a heads up right now, because we got some weird stuff happening. It feels like 2008 all over again, but this time it's more of a slow burn. What do you think, Austin, and what's your next story? Well, one thing about it, too, that I was I keep reading more about this whole thing with the Silicon Valley Bank, more and more stuff is coming out about this bank and not only how leveraged they were, but how bad of bets they were making. And, you know, they made some bad bets. And on top of that, they were very fiscally irresponsible, in my opinion. I saw an article yesterday talking about how they were claiming this entire diversity program inside their bank and how they were trying to have this inclusion model inside their bank and how everybody was supposed to be happy, happy. And they were apparently, this is what I've heard now, allegedly hiring people not based on their academics or based on their finance skills, but based on their ability to be in a position because it was the inclusive position for them. And apparently now, according to Breitbart, between 2020 and 2021, the bank, the Silicon Valley Bank, 
donated in total a $72 million to Black Lives Matter. Now, this wasn't donations through funding and through basically individuals doing it. This is apparently bank funding that they used internally to donate money to push an agenda. So this whole Silicon Valley bank is not what you think it was. This whole thing, now we're finding out more and more ties to Chinese investors that it was getting credits through them. This whole bank, there's a lot of shady stuff going on, and I don't personally think this was just all of a sudden they had a bad swap and lost $1.8 billion, and suddenly they went insolvent. This thing's been going on for a while, hence why the two top Israeli banks, like I said yesterday, were able to pull a billion dollars in cash out before it collapsed. And all these other big tech companies that apparently had money in there somehow got all their money out before it collapsed. But then all of a sudden Friday, oh, shuts down, no more wire transfers, FDIC takes it over. My opinion, a lot of people already knew the writing on the wall, what was going on with this bank. It was already on the list of making bad calls and being way too inclusive and trying to make sure everybody had a job there that didn't even need to be in the banking sector. That's just what I've been reading now. So do your own research. You can come to your own conclusion. But I don't think as far as we're going to start seeing massive, massive meltdowns of all the banks unless you start seeing some of these banks doing the exact same thing. Now, again, I can't speak for all the banks. There's a lot of them. There may be other banks that were involved in the exact same or similar behavior of these guys. As far as that goes, it will not be surprising if they start dropping off the list too, because quite frankly, you can't run a bank based off you know inclusion and making sure everybody feels happy, happy, and you put people in positions that have no background in finance or accounting. We're going to put you as our lead investor. What's your experience? Um, uh, I I have I did I got a bachelor's degree in social studies. I you know I, I made sure I I went into detail. I wrote my one of my papers on you know feminism. So oh perfect, we're putting you at the top of the financial sector. You're going to be on all of our direct marketing. You're going to be on all of our financial investing. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, who we got next to put on the role? It's an idiot. And I mean you can't do stuff like that in the banking sector. And clearly. These guys were now from what's coming out. So, again, be very cautious who you use banks, what banks you use. Like Dad just said, know the limits on certain things. Also, do some background on the banks. Find out who they are. Find out what their exposure is. Find out That's all public record. You can find out what they've been investing in. So just my personal opinion, do that and use wisdom as well. And especially if you've got any, any, any concerns, I've always told you before. Gold and silver, those are always good backups, not giving you any financial advice. But again, I always prefer to have at least some type of backups and metals that you know no matter what. At the end of the day, I had a very, very wise man tell me, much wiser than I am. He always said, Austin, it doesn't matter if gold's on the market for $1,400 an ounce or it's on the market for $2,000 an ounce or it goes up to $3,000 an ounce. At the end of the day, you always have an ounce of gold, and an ounce of gold has theoretically almost always been able to buy you a very nice custom suit. Pretty much do the math on it. It's always been the same. It always goes concurrent with what's going on in the markets. Now, you may see big dips. You may see big shorts. You may see big spikes, but overall, on the long scale of it, when you look at the graph, gold is always an ounce of gold. Keep that for what it is. Use it in your 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 monetary bank if you need to use some uh, advice on that. But again, make your own decisions. I'm not giving you financial advice on it. Do with it what you want. Also, too, in other news, this is kind of funny, ironic. Is you know, if you've seen now, the mainstream media 
has absolutely had a complete and total conniption meltdown about this MQ-9 unmanned aerial drone that crashed into the Black Sea. And it was first – when I first heard the articles that came up on Fox News, and they came up with some of the most stupidest propaganda I've heard in my life. One of the articles they came out with – I'm going to read this to show you how dumb this was on their comment. It said, approximately 7 a.m., a Russian Su-27 aircraft struck the propeller, did a prop strike of the MQ-9 causing it to bring down the MQ-9 in international waters. Several times before the collision, the SU-27 dumped fuel and flew in front of the MQ-9 in a reckless, environmentally unsound and unprofessional manner. This demonstrates a lack of competence in addition to being unsafe and unprofessional. First off, I don't. I'm, I guess they're trying to say because he dumped fuel on the lens that, that's a a environmentally unsound manner because obviously the fuel doesn't get burnt already anyways in these things. I mean, I don't even know what kind of stupid comments were like this. Secondly, dad's a pilot. I know a lot of pilots. I can tell you right now, majority of Russian fighter jets, American fighter jets, European fighter jets are not going to go directly into a drone and do a prop strike with a jet and hit the prop on an unmanned drone. That's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard happen. Russia Today finally came out last night and they said, okay, this is complete and total nonsense. We never touched the drone with our fighter jets. We would never do something that stupid. They said, just to be clear, the U.S. UAV was flying towards the Russian border, directly towards our border, without any active transponder, in clear violation of restricted air established for the conduct of a special military operation. Two interceptors were dispatched to investigate. The basically Su-27 jets made contact as far as found the drone. As a result of sharp maneuvers around 9.30, the MQ-9 unmanned aerial vehicle went into uncontrolled flight, lost altitude, and collided with the waters. The Russian fighter jets did not use weapons. They did not touch the UAV, and they were returned safely to their home base. Now, you have two completely different stories here. So which one do you believe? You make your own decision on that, guys. I told you. I'm not pro-Russian. I'm not pro-Ukraine. I definitely am not pro-United States getting involved in Ukraine. But considering the fact that you already know this is a United States UAV that's flying in the Black Sea along the Russian border, I mean, that's what's so ironic about this. It, it didn't go down you know, over by Bulgaria or Romania. It was flying up next to Russia and Crimea, a U.S. UAV doing reconnaissance for Ukraine more than likely. And so, of course, Russia dispatched fighter jets. And again, in my opinion, the Russian fighter jets are not going to hit a prop on the unmanned drone. Now, they may have dumped fuel on it. They may have done that to mess up the visibility on the lens. I don't know. Don't care. Not my problem. But one thing I know is one thing. There are some really, really, really dumb people out in the world. And one of those is purse-wearing Lindsey Graham, who got on Fox News last night and blatantly said – that the United States needs to start shooting down all Russian jets that are flying over international waters to show them that we're not going to tolerate this. If they ever get near any U.S. assets flying in international waters, fighter jets, uh, Russian fighter jets need to be shot down immediately. I'm, I'm not really sure what this guy's smoking. He probably needs to get off national television and stop making really dumb comments like this. It's the same concept if you had a UAV from Russia that was flying around the say Gulf of Mexico up next near Panama City, we're going to dispatch two F-22 fighter jets. If you have an unmanned aerial drone that's flying near U.S. air bases with no active transponder and is not responding, 
100% guaranteed fact. If you have a UAV from Russia start flying towards McDill, you will have F-22s dispatched on them within minutes. And they will shoot it down if it does not respond. I can promise you that. So again, propaganda at its finest, again, coming from the United States to try to banter the war drums. Do I think Russia's right? Do I think America's right? You make your own decisions on that. I'm just bringing you both sides of the narrative so you can come paint your own picture. But when I start hearing stupid stuff, Lindsey Graham says, it just makes me shake my head, even understand why this guy is still allegedly representing we the people by the people when he makes dumb comments like that. Also, to another news, not surprising, but President President O'Biden, another Freudian slip. You did it too the other day, Dad. President Biden, bumbling buffoon, on Tuesday unveiled an executive order yesterday that will broaden the definition of a firearm dealer and expect background checks to cover more firearm sales. What this is doing here is now they're going to put more funding out, they're saying, to file more red flag gun laws, which are completely unconstitutional, by the way. They completely violate due process. I've talked to you guys about those in detail. I spent a whole show on red flag gun laws. I've done the research on those. So Biden wants to spend more funding, more push for red flag gun laws, which are already illegal. He then wants to expand the scope of background checks for dealers and non-dealers. And what they're trying to do, let me explain this to you for a second. The entire concept and the wording of what they say, we just need universal background checks. We need universal background checks. We need expanded universal background checks. This is word theater. What they're saying to you is they want to make sure that every firearm is registered and you do not have the ability to sell, transfer, or possess a weapon without having a full transfer background check that ATF can monitor and spy on with their greasy little eyes and their dirty little hands so they can try to figure out who's got weapons. We already know that ATF is directly involved in fast and furious weapon trafficking from 06 to 2011 with 50 caliber weapons and machine guns in the Mexican drug cartel. They are one of the most corrupt agencies in the entire United States. Hands down, period. Waco, Ruby Ridge, don't even get me started on those. So now what Biden wants to do is give ATF more funding for more background checks and more digging into basically going in and filing all these papers to make it more difficult for people to sell firearms. And the overall aspect of what the universal background checks comes down to this one very notion. They do not want people to be able to buy or sell or transfer guns between one another, including families. This is a long game with them. Meaning, example, if I've got my friend Joe across the street and I've got an AR-15 that I've owned for years and Joe says, hey man, I really want to buy an AR-15. I know Joe's not a felon. He's a good guy. He's got a concealed weapon, law-abiding citizen. I say, you know what, Joe, I've got an extra AR-15 here. Here's a thousand. Here, say, here, here man, you know, thousand bucks at yours. If he comes over a thousand bucks. I give him, you know, a bunch of PMAGs, some ammo with it. Here you go. You got an AR-15. That is completely legal in the state of Florida. 100% legal. I don't have to do paperwork. I don't have to go to a dealer. I don't have to do a background check. I don't have to do anything. It's my discretion. Universal background checks make that a felony. They want to make it illegal. So at any point in time you want to sell a weapon or transfer a weapon, you have to go through a dealer to register that weapon. And in turn, universal background checks always on every single paperwork I've ever looked at on bills and executive orders, they want to force everyone to register their firearms. There is only one reason they want a full registry database of every single firearm in the United States, and you guys already guessed it. That is so they know who and who has what and where they have them at. So whenever they need to confiscate them or 
red flag gun law them. They know every single thing in the catalog so they do not miss a single firearm and they can seize all the weapons. That is the only reason this is done. Background checks are already in place from dealers. It is illegal to force someone to submit to a background check from a person-to-person private sale in the state of Florida. You cannot make somebody do it. This is federal law trying to circumvent state law is exactly what they're doing. I don't know all other state laws. I know some other laws are different, so do not quote me on that if you live outside of Florida, but in the state of Florida, person-to-person transfer of a firearm is completely legal as long as they are a non-felon. This is what they're trying to get rid of. They're trying to remove the legacy of firearms, and what this also does is when somebody dies, it cannot go to the next person if it's been registered. It has to be re-registered with the next person. You have to do paperwork on a transfer. You can't just take possession of it. This is the overall goal of what they're doing, and the fact that Biden is pushing this on executive order. I'm still trying to figure out the entire verbiage. I just saw it last night. This is, again, unbelievably unconstitutional. I hope it's thrown out just like the ATF bogus brace ban that they've been trying to push now that they're saying is on the deadline and it's ticking down and – Apparently, it's odd. Nobody seems to be registering their braces because nobody has braces because nobody knows what ATF's talking about because I don't recall anything for any lawful purpose. The only reason I have a firearm, and that is all I have to say about that, Dad. What do you think? <laughs> I got to laugh at purse toting Senator Lindsey Graham. I mean, that guy, um, he's just. <laughs> <laughs> he's just uh, he's just a wussy man. I mean, here here's the problem with people like Senator Lindsey Graham, and I, I I see this all the time. You know, I've seen it all through the Vietnam War and on. Uh, you know, they these are the guys that are always the war hawks. They're the ones who want to have war, war, war. But uh, I could really uh, never really visualize Lindsey Graham in a trench with an AR-15. I uh, I think he'd have to put his makeup on first. I mean, I don't even know what to do with the guy. I mean, he's just a weirdo. And you have to make sure his purse was properly stored. I mean, I mean, the guy is just—he's just a fruit, man. He's just a weirdo. And the fact that he still gets reelected over and over again is absolutely mind-boggling to me. And again, he, he's promoting war with Russia. He's—he's he's actually asking for World War III with Russia. And so you got to ask yourself a question. You know, what do they know about Lindsey Graham? Was he a buddy of Jeffrey Epstein? I'm—I'm I'm not saying anything here. I'm just asking questions. Was he a buddy of Jeffrey Epstein? Uh, does someone have Lindsey Graham on videotape? Uh, what's going on? Does uh, Lindsey Graham like boys or does he like girls or does he like underage people or does he like you know hookers? Does he like drugs? I mean, what does he like? I don't know. Don't know. I'm not asking. I'm, just, I'm not making any accusations. I'm just asking these questions. And you know, why would he come out and say something like this? It's toughen up. Senator Lindsey Graham calls for Biden to shoot down Putin's warplanes if they ever get close to America's assets in the international waters again. So, in other words, they're in international waters, and he basically is saying that they need to be shot down. Uh, that's like shooting him out in the middle of Mexico or in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico, middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Then you're getting near a United States ship. He criticized Biden and said the president was acting like a deer in the headlights out of the Russian knew that they would get away with it because of the U.S. weakness. And uh, just, you know, I don't, I don't know what to say about all that. You know, and, and Austin's also right about Ruby Ridge. He's also right about Waco and what happened there. And all of this stuff just kind of comes back to haunt us when we start thinking about all of these things. But you got to be real careful, though. A lot of people are really push, pushing a fear narrative right now, and Glenn Beck is probably the worst. And uh, I, I just I, – I don't care for Glenn Beck. I know a lot of you guys like Glenn Beck. I got this. Don't send me the letters. I don't want to hear it, all right? But you know, he has, has basically uh, – he, he has a video that I'm not going to promote, okay? And it says, be terrified of the coming banking crisis, terrified. So he's telling you to be terrified. He's setting your mind up from a subconscious and conscious level to be terrified of the coming banking crisis. My response is this. We have no fear in Christ Jesus. 
Fear is the mind killer. You know, fear not, the Bible says, over and over and over again. My whole thing is to have a preparation mindset, a preparatory mindset. Be prepared for it. We already, most of us have already survived 2008. We've already gone through all that. We've survived 1989. We survived 2001. I mean, we just on and on and on and on and on. This stuff goes through the cycles. And the older you get, the more you're going to see the cycles. And so if you understand who these guys are and what they believe and what they do, then you're going to quickly find very quickly that these guys, you know, basically operate on fear porn and off of clicks. They want you to be terrified of the banking crisis. How about you just diversify your assets? Da, 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 dude. Why don't you do that? Why don't you get some gold and silver? Or, but I'm not giving you financial advice, but I'm just letting you know, you know, why don't you get prepared? You know, and just and not get terrified because terror, when you become terrified, you freeze, you freeze in terror and you don't know what to do. I know years ago, I remember I had a, uh, I had a emergency landing in the airplane. And I think I've told you the story before and I couldn't get my gear, I couldn't get my gear to come down. And so we had to hand, we had to manually pump the gear down. Austin's in the back seat, Sharon's in the front seat and, uh, you know, and we've, it's, it's an emergency landing and uh, we were having to pump the gear down, hoping the gear is going to hold. And I remember Austin said to me, he goes, Dad, you don't seem to be upset. And I said, I'm not. He goes, well, you know, I said, well, I said, Austin, I'm the only pilot on the plane. I mean, you know, I have to land the plane. <laughs> We've got to prepare for, you know, ditching the aircraft if the gear fold up. I haven't got time to be terrified. You know, it's like Jesse Ventura in that one movie that he did with Predator. When he said, I ain't got time to bleed. We well, <laughs> ain't got time to panic if you're a pilot because you're the only pilot on the plane. And so and we landed the plane. Obviously, it was safe. We had a safe landing. We got the plane repaired. It was no big deal. But, but the reality is, is that, you know, you can't be in a panic phase all the time because, you know, fear not, the Bible says, like I mentioned, over and over and over again. And, and you know, perfect love, it says cast out fear. And so this energy that we put out when we're fearful, it feeds these entities on the other side of the veil. That's why they're always promoting war and rape and horrible things to happen. They always cycle us in and out of that stuff to get this energy field super negative because that's what they consume for food. I talked about that in length before on the show is what do these entities eat? I have the whole show on this. Well, it wasn't the whole show, but I talked about it on a show exclusively. But the reality is you know, don't allow yourself to get into that fear-based mindset. It just doesn't matter because fear – okay, I'm going to stop for one second. Let me, let me just meddle for a second. It's the same thing when you start focusing on anything like in a relationship. Let's say you're in a relationship and the relationship isn't doing very well and you're arguing. And I don't care if you're married or just dating somebody and someone screams out, I'm going to break up with you or I'm going to divorce you. Oh, wait a minute. Now, wait, what, what just happened? You just put break up. You just put divorce on the table. You did, didn't you? Now you're going to start dwelling on that. Well, I'm going to dwell on this divorce. I'm going to dwell on this breakup. And pretty soon, that's all you talk about is breaking, breaking up or, or basically you know, divorcing somebody. Well, guess what happens? Once you focus on that long enough, you basically do it because it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. When you program it's part of your brain, it's called the reticulator activator. It filters out certain things that you tell it to filter out and other things that you tell it to promote, it promotes. When you start thinking about something subconsciously or consciously all of the time and you start speaking it, the reticulator activator goes, hmm, how do I figure out this divorce thing? i got to make sure I create enough circumstances here to make sure this divorce thing happens. I've got to make sure I create enough circumstances here that we break up. I've got to make sure enough we, we create enough circumstances to make this a physical reality. The brain's extremely powerful, and, and what it does, it has to be focused on one particular thing, and that's what the reticulator activator does. If you walked outside and you saw everything outside at once, your brain would be overwhelmed, and so would you from a mental standpoint. It's like Adam and Eve. They have that ability to see it all because they were created in God's image. That's what we got to understand, 
And, well, Adam was. He was from Adam. But reality is that if I walked outside and I saw every leaf on a tree, it would be overwhelming to me. So my body doesn't do that. My mind doesn't do that. I just see the trees. But when you focus on something bad, like be very terrified of the banking crisis. Oh, my God. Well, then guess what? You're going to have me terrified. And you're going to sit there and you're going to wring your hands and you're going to sweat bullets and you're going to elevate your cortisol. You're going to massively increase your risk of heart attack or stroke because you're sweating bullets and you're all stressed out and your cortisol is elevated. All because some person like Glenn Beck told you to be terrified. I'm telling you not to be terrified. I'm telling you to chill out and relax. God's still on the throne. You know, this morning I prayed. He's still on the throne. He's still in control. He still runs the universe. You know, this earth that we're on is it's kind of a territory of Satan, and I'll talk about that in Angel Wars and what happened with all that. But the reality is this. We're not of this world anyhow. That's what he, God tells us, what Jesus tells us. We're not of this world. We're just passing through. So don't allow the, the, the worries and the cares and all these little things to affect you in a negative way. Don't do that. Don't, don't allow yourself to get into a situation where you're scared. Just store up some extra supplements. You know, get some, diversify your assets and just realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And we're not going to operate like the world does in fear and it's being scared all the time. Because, guys, listen to me. If God is for you, <laughs> if God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, if God is for you, who could possibly, possibly be against you? I mean, you plus God is always a majority. And never confuse, this is important too, never confuse the will of the majority with the will of God. I don't care if the majority says transgenders are okay, this lifestyle is okay, that is okay. No, what does the word of God say about it? So don't confuse the will of the majority with the will of God. Don't ever do that with your life. That's why it's important that you read your Bible every day. That's why you need to start in the book of John in the New Testament and read through the entire book of John three or four times and kind of get a feeling on what the New Testament says. Then start in the book of Matthew, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Then read all four of the Gospels again. And they go into Acts and see how what happened when Jesus was resurrected and the power they were given to the infilling of the Holy Spirit and see the power that raised Jesus from the dead start the first century church and change the world. You see all that. Then read Proverbs and then go back in and you can read through the Old Testament. But don't start with the Old Testament, though. There's too much, uh, too much disobedience and too much weird stuff in the Old Testament. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's, a, it's like a vision, a version of history that happened. But the reality is, is that don't dwell on that because we're not under the old covenant. We're under the new covenant. It's very important that we understand that, and you get that from the New Testament. But don't allow yourself to be overwhelmed by fear. Don't focus on the negative stuff because, guys, when you focus on the negative stuff, you're only going to get negative stuff. You focus on the negative stuff, you get negative stuff. That's what you're going to get. Don't allow yourself to be in that situation and stay strong all the days of your life and make yourself realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, that this is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in it, and I'm going to rejoice in all things regardless of what happens because, guys, our victory is in Christ. We just are passing through here. Once we leave here, we get to be with God for eternity. I mean, think about that for a second. Be with Jesus for eternity. We get to meet our loved ones that have gone before us because they don't die. They just pass on. I've done a whole show on that. And we need to realize that very, very, very clearly that we're kind of in a proving ground right now to find out what we're going to do and how we're going to serve God. And don't, don't, get, don't get yourself all knotted up. There's a book I read a long, long time ago. It was How to Start Living and Stop Worrying. 
it was a good book. I have to admit, it was a good book. And and, and, I, and it, it was funny because when I read that book, I had that that fear based mindset instilled in me by my mom, who had gone through World War II in Germany, and she was just she she lived her entire life in fear. And so I'm always always concerned. I'm in my 20s and I'm reading that book, and finally I read that book, and it basically here's I'm going I'm to kind of boil it down for you. Here's what it says. It basically says realize that 99% of the stuff that you worry about never happens anyhow. That's just not going to happen, all right? So number one, you just take that off the table. And he says also realize this, that if you accept what might happen to you and just don't dwell on it and don't think about it anymore and realize that you can work your way through that too, then basically you'll find out that you don't worry about that anymore. And so it's very important. That's the way we think about it. And the Bible says it another way. It says think on the good things from the gifts that are from God from above. Dwell on the good things, the good things, the nice things. Don't dwell on the negative because the negative is just it's negative enough. And the Bible says again in Matthew, it says, who by worrying can add a single moment or a single minute to their life? You can't do that. It says, look at the lilies of the field, how they don't worry. And yet even in Solomon and all of his radiance and splendor, he was not clothed as the lily of the field. And nobody's going to add a single moment to their life by worrying. So don't get yourself in a knot. Keep a positive attitude. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Really, really important, especially as we're watching this thing being controlled by these Kabbalists. doesn't matter. They have no authority over us. What are they going to do to us? Send us to heaven to be with Jesus? Okay, we're going there anyhow. <laughs> so don't, don't sweat that. Don't sweat the small stuff, and that's a small thing. What do you think, Austin, about your next story? You're spot on with that, man. You know, I had a conversation with that with a buddy over the weekend. We were talking about it, and I've had a lot of people. You know, they call me, they ask me questions. You know, what do you think about this? What's going on? I'm like, well, I said I think a lot of stuff's a distraction. I said I think a lot of things. What we're watching history repeat itself. I said it doesn't. I mean, I'm not even that old, and I, mean, I can look back at history and I can look back at repeated situations like this. You got booms, you got busts. This is what the feds do. This is what the banking cartel always does. They got big booms, they got big busts. They've always done it. It hasn't changed. They're not going to change it. It's super effective for them. It makes them super wealthy. And so we're here to do the best we can and to be wise. But that's it. Don't live in fear. There's absolutely no reason to live in fear whatsoever about this. Also, too, in other news, this is something that I found to be interesting as well. Speaking of crazy news that's not getting any coverage, you know, I was hoping the information last week was going to really come about with the Proud Boys case and the information that was filed against FBI Miller, including perjuring herself. And apparently now Judge Kelly said there's nothing to see here. It's completely green light to go. There's nothing going on. This is all within the realms of the FBI. And if anything, they need to redact or bring back because it's it's basically uh, national security that they have the ability to do so. Um, I was watching an article on it earlier, a guy that was talking about it who's an attorney, and he said this is one of the biggest, almost just spoofs of a trial we've ever seen, ever. He said it's a total spoof now. He goes, it's very clear, this is what he said, that Judge Kelly is completely complicit with the FBI in doing this as a complete and total hatchet job against the Proud Boys and every other of the patriots that <clears throat> were essentially set up there. And there are more videos, if you guys saw, that got released, one of them, which, which was the uh, January 6th body cam footage showing the alleged rioters and insurrectionists walking in the congressional chambers, hanging out in there. And then all of a sudden, body cam footage shows multiple officers coming in again. And finally, officers say, OK, guys, time's up. It's time to go. And there's about half a dozen, dozen officers that start coming in. And there's all everybody in the, you know, the chambers. And they start filing up. The QAnon dude with the big old horns that looks all ridiculous. He's like, all right, guys, come on. And as they're walking out, 
they're literally thanking the police. They said, thank you guys for having our back on this. We appreciate you. The cops are like, no problem, man. You guys, it's just, we got to get out of here now. It's time to get out. Not a single thing of tear gas, not a baton, not a firearm, not a, you know, taser. Nothing was deployed on anyone. It was completely and totally calm walking out. And so the next question you have to ask yourself is this, is this real true conspiracy to sedition charges? This real true attempt to overthrow the United States Republic charges, or at the very best, was this <clears throat> trespassing? Okay, whatever. You really want to play that card? All right, they were trespassing. They were illegally entering the chambers without permission. We're charging with trespassing. Slap on the wrist, be done with it. But this entire sham that we're watching now with trying to throw people. I mean, these are individuals that, I mean, most of them have families. Most of them have lives. They had careers. They went up there to support an election that was stolen blatantly in front of us, and Trump encouraged everyone to come up there, told everyone to go down the street and protest, told everyone to go to the Capitol and protest, and people did. They got in. Law enforcement let them in once they were in there, and now we're starting to see more and more reports now that pretty much almost all the provocateurs, like I told you in that video last week with the guy breaking out the window, running full comms on a, you know, like a, on a chest rig, we're starting to get reports now that pretty much almost everybody – that was violent, actually truly violent, hasn't been indicted that we've seen. No video footage of anybody that's actually been indicted was in the vo involvement of the violent behavior. Everybody that was violent, no, they, oh, they were they were confidential informant. Oh, they were they were uh, you know we we were able to find them. Oh, so you're able to find every single person there and geotrack them and log them and track everywhere they went. But yet suddenly you couldn't find the most violent individuals that were the ones actually starting the fights. Hmm. Kind of makes you wonder what they are actually doing and who those people were. Well, you know my opinion. They were all fed boys. I told you that from the very day one that it happened. So again, be aware and use caution because they are setting patriots up left and right. I think this was the first – pretty much the first domino to take effect in my opinion. They wanted to see the big patriots, the big names, a lot of the ones that were on social media, and they wanted to do this to them publicly. And this, this, what this is, this is a public execution, so to speak, without people dying. This is no trial. This is, this is no jury. I mean, when you have the attorney representing the Proud Boys blatantly come forward with evidence that FBI Miller is withholding evidence, destroying evidence, spying on confidential conversations between him and his client, and the judge goes, no, this, it's a, this within their scope, if they need to do this, there's nothing to see here, completely go on. Doesn't matter. But Officer Miller purges herself, doesn't matter. Obviously, this is a total kangaroo trial. This is a joke. It's theater. They already know they're going. These guys are getting sentenced. As sad as it is, these guys are more than likely going to prison unless something else prevails. And this again is what happens when you have a republic that is overthrown by communists. And it's taken a long time to do this. But like Dad said earlier, use wisdom. Always use wisdom with whatever you're getting involved in, and do not be fearful. Because we know how this all ends, but we also know that it's our responsibility to stay prepared and stay vocal and bring these things up to let people know what's really going on. Also, too, in other news as well, Bulgaria is in the midst of a giant altercation, I guess you could say, as far as over their COVID doses and booster shots with Pfizer. Listen to this. Bulgaria health authorities have said that 2.8 million expired COVID doses have been destroyed this year. 2.8 million doses, guys. According to the health minister, Asim Mariv, there is an excess number of vaccines, low vaccine coverage, and extreme lack of people who want any more shots. Only 30% of the country has actually gotten basic shots so far. We're in 2023, so the numbers aren't going up.
The health minister said he's calling the European Commission to end the contract with biotech Pfizer, under which his country is obligated to buy COVID vaccines until 2025. I'm going to repeat that. His country is obligated to buy COVID vaccines until 2025. He said Bulgaria's position is supported by Poland, Czech Republic, and Lithuania. The minister called this completely irrational for Bulgaria to keep buying more vaccines that the country is literally having to throw away after they get them after six months because they're essentially expiring. A total of 4.6 million doses have been administered in Bulgaria total, and they said the official figures show that Bulgaria will scrap more COVID doses than it will actually administer now if it continues to get more. This entire thing was a full scam from Pfizer. It was all based on fear porn. It was all based on the banker boys. They didn't run Pfizer stocks up, and Pfizer now is this almost trillion-dollar company, has so much money, they got to go buy cancer research companies for $44 billion in straight cash that I talked about at the beginning of this week. They have so much cash, they don't know what to do with it. And now they've got these contracts with all these countries. No. You have to take more vaccines. But nobody's taking the vaccines. Expiring doesn't matter. You're contracted to buy them to us, and we're raising the price on you now. But we don't want them. Nobody's taking the shot. It's a death shot. Doesn't matter. We're Pfizer. You have to take them. So they're in this big lawsuit with Pfizer. I'm some good riddance. You sue Bulgaria. Sue Bulgaria. We're done. You're not getting another penny from us. You stinking cabal loan company. That's all they are. What they built with this RNA gene therapy that DARPA designed, complete military operation that the United States taxpayers paid for, one of the reasons why, my friends, we have inflation the way we do is because of Pfizer. Pfizer got hundreds of billions of dollars in money from the United States, not to mention all the other money that was continued to be doled out for COVID administration and the respirators and the ventilators and all this stupid stuff that I told you the other day, New York who's now scrapping ventilators they didn't even use, scrapping them, selling them scrap metal because nobody wants them because they bought dozens and dozens and dozens of ventilators under COVID measures because they had all this free money from the U.S. government, except it wasn't free money. We ate the bill for it, and now everybody's paying it in the form of inflation. So again, this shows you, though, why I'm bringing this up. This shows you again why it is so important to get the truth out there about these shots. If Bulgaria residents are not wanting to get these shots, they're having to dump them. That means the rest of the world is starting to wake up to realize this whole thing has been a complete and total money laundering scam in order to get people as sick as possible from the very, very beginning. And that, my friends, should remind us <laughs> very clearly in the near future. If they try to pull this stunt again, I expect my listeners, my customers, my friends, my family, and everyone else who is awake now that noncompliance is a duty of the American population when they start coming in with these asinine moronic concepts like you've got to shut down your business because you're not essential. You can't have a judo free class, a free judo class out in the middle of a park because, well, we said so because of COVID. Guys, use wisdom and use discretion. Understand every single person has a right to say no if you don't like something. You cannot be forced to do something you don't like simply because somebody says it's a mandate or it's a requirement now because I said so. Look at who the person is that's telling you it's a mandate and look at what their overall goal is and who is to benefit from what they're trying to do. Always remember that. What do you think, Dan? You have to look at the bottom line, Austin. You have to follow the money with all of this stuff. It's just, it, you know, it's, it's the Always. same thing. You know, Biden put in trillions of dollars into the economy, which caused this inflation with everything, which is now basically throwing this whole market off because of the fact that interest rates had to go up. I mean, this thing was ridiculous. And, but, but that, again, 
the money that he put in, the, he borrowed basically from the Federal Reserve and basically sold people down the, the river so the United States could be deeper and deeper into debt with no hope of ever paying it off with that plus the derivative exposure we have. It was it was to take the final amount of money and extract it from the United States. It's we're watching the blood sucking vampire squid, okay, which is what Rolling Stone called this thing a few years ago. This blood sucking vampire squid with its teeth inside of the United States, sucking the last little bit of assets out until you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. That's the goal here. They're sucking us dry because they want to make sure they get us in as debt as far as we can, let us get indebted as much as we possibly can. Because remember, the Federal Reserve Bank. When we sell the T-bills and the bonds and all that stuff, these other countries, they diversify themselves away from the United States, and they put everybody else into more and more and more debt when other countries buy the T-bills and the bonds of the U.S. And so what ends up happening is the Fed basically at that point puts everybody else on the hook for our debt and the entire world who's buying our basically debt instruments for the United States. It's what happens and has happened now for, for you know over 100 years. By the way, there's a big cylindrical object in space right now, probably part of the angel war left over, and it says there's a skinny cylindrical UFO flying near Baghdad as seen in six new thermal images taken by the U.S. spy drone that last year. Images of UFO were taken from the video filmed by a thermal camera. The six images appear to show a skinny cylindrical-shaped object over northeastern Iraq close to Baghdad, so we have to ask ourselves a question. This object, this object shows no visible wings or fins. It's, so it's not a glider. It's not dealing with you know with lift. It's something else with some type of anti-gravity propulsion system. Where do they come from? Is that part of our space force? Is it something we build? Or is it a leftover remnant from the Angel Wars? We'll be covering that here pretty quickly. By the way, the FDA now is warning that women who have breast implants – I don't know why I'm mentioning this on the show, but i got to say this to you because it was on the Daily Mail. Plastic surgeons should warn patients about breast cancer implant risks, the FDA says, after linking more deaths and tumors to the procedure. No. What's happened is – this has been going on. You know, they've been doing implants for a long, long, long time, but suddenly we're having more cancer from it. Why? Because the people are getting the shots, which are down-regulating the immune system, which are causing cancer. That's what this is going to be done for. That's why I brought this up because I want you to realize they're going to constantly, constantly be saying, oh, this is being done now. This is being done now to try to justify the deaths that are going to massively increase from cancer because of the downregulation of people's immune systems. That's why I said the spike protein survival kit, really, really important. No claims being made. Another article from Breitbart, the schism, plain and simple, German Catholic bishops have voted to bless same-sex unions. You know, this is uh, Ratzinger's dead now. So he was totally against all of this stuff. He was the German pope, and so now they're coming in and saying the Catholic popes in Germany are basically wanting to have same-sex marriages. It's because Germany has been completely and totally controlled now by the Kabbalist Luciferian synagogue of Satan since World War II. Just thought I'd mention that in passing in case you guys were wondering how I felt about that. Oh, top scientists now are finding substantial evidence that EF radiation will cause cancer. Based on the results of their landmark view of the latest science, four of the world's top experts in environmental health have called prevention and precaution when it comes to public exposure to radio frequency radiation. I'm going to say this to you, and it's very, very, very blunt with you guys because I always am anyhow. Always use your speakerphone with your, with your telephone. Keep it at least two feet away from your head. Use your speakerphone. Don't cook your brain putting this thing, this microwave up next to your head and cook your brain cells. It, it, the, the power dissipates very, very quickly. Keep it at two feet away and talk on it like it's a speakerphone. If you can't do that because you're in public, just tell them to call you. You'll call them back that you're on speakerphone. But don't sit there and cook your brain for hours every day on a cell phone. It's better for you to use a landline and not be involved with any of that stuff at all possible. And then one more article I'll give it back to Austin. This is from Unce. 
com and he goes pajama nation americans have morphed into the people of walmart and as people in walmart walking in bathrobes and slippers and dragging plasma tvs to the front and it says if one wants to see what a huge segment of the american pay population have morphed into look no further than the people walmart website it features the obscenely under unbecoming clothes that people wear while shopping at walmart the site is both hysterical and depressing at the same time though it pokes fun at sloppy walmart shoppers the truth is the vast numbers of americans dress like this at any place they patronize it's often difficult at times to distinguish between sloppy but employed person and a homeless bum some have called it hobo chick guys don't do that. Don't go to Walmart in your bedroom slippers and your robe. Just don't do that. It's just not okay, especially if you claim to be a Christian. You know, we're above all that. Don't don't dress like that. I'm sorry I had to bring that. It was a, it was a funny story. I had to bring it up. I love you guys. I appreciate you. It was my privilege praying for you again today. Also, finish it up. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> well, one thing that it has shown, and I've I've seen this, and society has gotten more and more degraded, is it's a lack of discipline. It really is. It's what it's turned into. It's turned into a society where nobody wants to do anything except lay in bed, watch horrible Netflix films, and eat GMO foods, and then you know crawl out of bed to go to Walmart, looking as trashy as you can to go right back to bed. It's embarrassing. Hold yourself to a higher accountability than that. Not because you're trying to impress anybody, but because of your own discipline, your own life. Get up early, read the Bible, go outside, get fresh air, get sunlight, do cardio, exercise, eat clean, pray every day. These are things that will continue to not only benefit your health, they also continue to benefit your mindset and your friends and family around you as you continue to encourage one another. I can't say that any stronger, my friends. So continue to maintain discipline. One aspect of exercising every single day. It takes discipline to get home from the office at five, six, seven o'clock and still go to the gym and hit the weights. I know people that do it all the time, including myself. Sometimes people want to do it first thing in the morning. That's awesome too. Some people do it twice a day in the morning and at night. That's even better. Continue to hold yourself to discipline. Keep yourself strong. Keep your body, mind, and soul strong as best as possible. If you need anything, healthmasters.com, you know where to get a hold of us. And like Dad said earlier, we still answer the phone. Not going to transfer your calls to India or any other country. We're right here in Central Florida. You can stop by and talk to us at any time. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Be sure to check out the Zinc Glycinate on sale as product of the week. We'll talk to you again tomorrow on this show, as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.